I'll never forget the time when I was a few years removed from college and had just entered the workforce. And a friend had announced to me a certain decision that she wanted to make about a change in her lifestyle. And she told me she really wanted to commit to this. And I was like, okay, I got you. I'll rally behind you. Well, a few weeks later, she became less motivated in pursuing this thing that she announced was very important to her. And I brought it up to her and reminded her of what she said she wanted to do. And it did not go over well. There was annoyance, anger, withdrawal. And I began to question if I should have just kept my mouth shut and let her live her life. But I was also conflicted because I thought, wasn't keeping her accountable what she wanted me to do? And I see the word accountability used pretty often on social media and really in daily conversation. But what does it really mean? In this week's episode of the Friend Forward podcast, we're going to talk about why accountability is so uncomfortable, both for the person giving it and the person receiving it. We're also going to talk about the difference between accountability and shame. And I'll give a couple examples of how to get it done with love, because you cannot have an intimate friendship where you are integrated into one another's lives without there being accountability along the way. So if you've been wondering how to hold a friend accountable in the right way, then today's episode of the Friend Forward podcast is for you. Welcome to the Friend Forward Podcast, powered by BetterFemaleFriendships.com. I'm Danielle Byer-Jackson, a friendship coach, educator, and author of the upcoming book, Fighting for Our Friendships. And it's my job to share the science of women's conflict and connection. So when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding these kinds of relationships, I am here to help you through it. I made a post about this last week, and It did pretty well, and the comments were very interesting. And so I want to bring the conversation here, but give a more extended version of that. And I'll drop the original TikTok in the show notes so you can take a look at that and the original video that I stitched. Now, you know I love to start any conversation by making sure we're on the same page about the word we're discussing, because all too often we are using the same language but having different conversations. So let me give you a baseline definition of accountability that we will work with for the duration of the episode. When I say accountability, I'm talking about when you give a gentle reminder to a friend of the standard that they set for themselves. If your friend makes an agreement or a commitment and you later remind her of it, you're keeping her accountable, not to your standards and the things that you want, but to the things that she claimed for herself. So let's give an example. And I'm going to go with this one because people tend to have very strong feelings about this kind of situation. So let's say a friend tells you, I hate how I feel when I'm with the guy that I've been seeing. He treats me poorly. I don't feel confident in myself. And I don't want to be a part of that anymore. I want more for myself. And then three weeks later, she tells you, well, we've been talking. And I don't know. Maybe I was exaggerating. And I'm going to welcome him back into my life. Now, let me start by saying, I am not judging that woman. I am not judging that cycle. You know, I have been that woman. Oh, God, let's not get into that, okay? Not judging that woman. But here's the thing. Typically, a lot of us respond by either going in too hard or shaming or complete withdrawal, disgust, resentment. But here's the thing. We're not going to shame her. And let me use this moment to differentiate between shame and accountability. Shame is when you have the intention of making someone feel bad. So you might respond with something like, wow, you're really going to let him back in your life? Like, are you kidding me? 
Like you're really going to make that choice after what he said? Oh, I guess you're just going to be flip-flopping. Like the intention of that is to make her feel bad with hopes to motivate her to choose differently by making her feel guilty about her choices, okay? So we are going to make a note of how there's a discrepancy between what she's doing now and what she previously said she wanted to commit to. But we're going to do that by holding her accountable, which has a different tone. It doesn't call her out. It calls her up to the standards that she set for herself. It calls her in with a warm invitation to honor certain values that she set for herself. So if we continue on with this example here, you might instead say something to the effect of, now last week you said that you didn't like the way you felt when you're with him, but this week you're saying you want to welcome him back into your life. You seemed pretty serious when you made the commitment last week. So I was just wondering, what's going on? Help me understand because I really care about you. Okay? Now, for some of us, we're cringing because it even feels uncomfortable. The idea of saying it to a friend, we're like, ah, how do I do that? I know she might get mad. And I just want to say this. When you offer her that, she might receive it well and she might not. But if she doesn't, what I don't want you to do is throw your hands up and be like, you know what? Forget it. Forget I said anything. This is why I just shut my mouth. Okay? There's a good chance that she doesn't initially receive it well because that's embarrassing. Can we just keep it simple and call it what it is? A lot of times, being kept accountable, being gently reminded of commitments you made that you are now dropping is embarrassing. If I make a commitment in front of you, I've made you a witness to the goals and objectives that I've set for myself. So I have to expect that psychologically, it would be like intellectually dishonest for you to hear me make a commitment and then turn a blind eye to it when I fall short or when things aren't consistent and they're not aligning. I expect you psychologically to be like, your brain notices that difference and you say something, like you acknowledge the gap. But the truth is a lot of us don't want to hear it. I know I've been in situations where it's very uncomfortable to be held accountable. And not even back in the day, I'm talking today, there are certain topics that if somebody said, hey, now, Danielle, you said you were going to do X, Y, Z now. It's like, oh, God, because you're right. And it's uncomfortable because a person holding you accountable for some people can feel like a failure because you're recognizing, gosh, I said I was going to do this thing and I didn't. And it can feel embarrassing, kind of cringy to have a friend remind you of that and to bear witness to the failure. I bring that up because I want us to give some grace with the friends who were like, oh, I called her out and it didn't go well. I mean, come on, she's probably embarrassed. It can be a hard pill to swallow. And that's just the truth of it. But the reality is the right friends will call you up to the standards that you set for yourself. Because if she heard the goal that you set and she wants to see you win, then she's going to push you toward or challenge you to meet the goals you set for yourself. That just makes sense. But for a lot of us, and this is a hard question, we have to ask ourselves, do I really want to be held accountable? It sounds good on paper, right? Like I want friends who keep me accountable. But a lot of us genuinely don't want that. We want hangout buddies. We want people to to vent to. We want people to go to happy hour with and we want to run our mouths. But if we were honest with ourselves, we don't really want them to open their mouth and say, hey, girl, you said you were going to do this. What's up? Now, others of us are like, actually, yes, I love that. But we will only take it in a certain way. And for many of us, when we know that this person's feedback is couched in a history of this person being supportive, attentive, wanting the best for us, having good intentions, hyping us up in front of other people, 
hyping us up when we're not around. Like, you know, this woman has provided no shortage of evidence that she is for you. When we have the context of relationship, it's easier to be held accountable. It's hard when we don't know a person's intentions yet. We're not totally in relationship. The way that they show up for us is kind of inconsistent. Sometimes they say shady things. Then in moments of accountability, sometimes we don't know how to take because we're like, ah, is she calling me out right now, criticizing? Or is she really like, hey, I want you to come up to your standard, reach your potential, honor your goals, because that's different. All right, ladies, it's finally happening. You've been asking me for the past six years to have an event to bring you all together. And if you've ever said, I'm looking for like-minded women, women who are equally intentional and intelligent and good conversationalists, and they prioritize friendship, well, that person is likely you who's listening, and I want to put all of you in a room together. So on March 1st through the 3rd, we're having an entire weekend for a retreat slash summit that's dedicated to all things female friendship. On Friday night, we are having an elevated speed friending experience where I'll briefly speak about the science of first impressions and connection, and then we'll put it to action in a room where we're meeting several women in conversation that I guide for you to remove all the awkward small talk. And if it's been a while since you've met a lot of good candidates for genuine friendship, you definitely want to be there. Now, Saturday is filled with workshops, panels, and breakout sessions, all with the purpose of equipping you with everything you need intellectually to better inform the decisions that you want to make about creating healthier friendships. So we're talking all things mental health and networking and learning from really qualified women who can teach us all about the art and science of women's relationships. And Sunday, we'll end by addressing the mind-body connection engaging in a unique yoga session that's specifically designed to help us focus on releasing any tension we might be holding in our bodies due to unresolved friendship anxiety. I would love to meet you. If you've been looking for a space to have more in-depth conversation around female friendship, to share your personal story, and all while meeting real friends in real time, then this is for you. You can learn more at womensconnectionsummit.com, and I encourage you to join now while early bird pricing is still available. See you soon. So I want to offer a few caveats to this conversation before we close. The first thing is, sometimes you can't do this with everyone. Depending on the relationship that y'all have, depending on the history of how she takes it, you might decide, you know what, I'm not going to get into it with her. Or we're not even really that close, so like, girl, do your thing. That's the first thing I want you to keep in mind in terms of how you can anticipate things fluctuating on a case-by-case, person-by-person basis, okay? Especially, by the way, and it's not a matter of harm. Like she's not harming herself or other people. So you're like, eh, you know, she and I aren't that deep, whatever. The second caveat I want you to keep in mind is you're going to have to exercise discernment. It's not uncommon for people to ask me like, but Danielle, like, how do I know this? How do I, I mean, I can share research with you that I think is interesting. I can share some, you know, insights. At the end of the day, you have to use discernment. You'll have to know, when do I raise this issue? When do I let it go? When do I hold her to the standard she set for herself? And when do I say, hey, I'm going to give her the freedom to make her own choices or that's none of my business or I have to let her live her life. You'll have to decide the frequency of when you do this, the intensity when you speak it, the people you do it with. And the difference, if I'm being honest, between being controlling or criticizing and coming from a place of, I want you to reach your full potential. And I also give you freedom in this relationship to be yourself and make your own choices. And sometimes that is a balance. It's a balance. You know, when I posted this video originally on TikTok, there were some people in the comments who were saying things like, 
yeah, I get so frustrated. I, I give her advice on what she needs to do and she don't want to do it. And I remind her, you know, she's falling short or, or whatever. And I'm just like, fine, I'm done because you won't take my advice. I feel like that's something a little bit different. So use discernment. The third thing is I'm not trying to tone police anyone. What I've noticed is sometimes when I give scripts, people think, and I don't know this, people haven't said it, but I am delivering it in my way because I'm Danielle at the end of the day. My face is on this and I'm, I'm talking how I talk. But your energy, the words you use, your edge or lack of edge, it's going to be authentic to you. So I'm not telling you to be soft when you call her out. You can be direct. You can be playful. Do it according to your humor and y'all's personal background and relationship history. Okay? I'm just saying I need you to do some very real internal evaluation and ask yourself, am I motivating her out of making her feel bad? Or am I calling her up where she's inspired to meet her set standards? The energy is different. And we respond to different things. And the last caveat here I think is important in this conversation about accountability at the intersection of friendship is people have to feel safe with you to make mistakes. A lot of times when we talk about vulnerability, we're really thinking about like self-disclosure, like somebody I feel comfortable telling my deep, dark secrets to. But vulnerability also means I feel safe to make mistakes here, that somebody's not gonna come down on me. While you want to hold your friends accountable and challenge them to be their best selves and honor commitments they made for themselves, I think that's all great. But how hard do you go on that? How rigid, how strict? Are you constantly pointing out every opportunity to be like, you're not meeting your standard? Because she won't sometimes. And let's be honest, you won't either. You're going to say you have certain values and then make choices that are completely contradictory to it. That's called being a human and trying to figure it out. Are people safe to make mistakes in front of you? Are they safe to stumble in front of you? I want you to ask yourself that because it's important. Now, as your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. I want you to think about a subject that's tender for you. And if a friend called you out on it or made mention of it, maybe that's a better way to say it. If a friend made mention of the gap between the standard you set and how you're actually measuring up, how do you respond? Do you withdraw? Do you automatically assume she's judging you, criticizing you? What is your response when people make note of the gap between the commitment you made and how you're actually living out your life? And is it one where people feel comfortable to be your friend to hold you accountable? Because I want to end with this. If you are inviting somebody into friendship with you, it comes with the perk (laughs) of being able to hold you accountable because we're friends. But if you don't like accountability, I want you to think about what friendship means to you because you might just want hangout buddies. If you want people to kind of hush up because you don't want to hear what they have to say, you don't want them in your business. So think about in friendship, what role does accountability play and how receptive am I to my friends gently reminding me of the standards that I've set for myself? If this is something that's especially resonating with you right now, you know I want to hear it. Come tell me all about it on Instagram at friendforward, or you can visit us anytime at betterfemalefriendships.com. Until then, I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.